Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss six questions in nine minutes because leaders know how to be concise. Let's go ahead and get started. Our first question in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. Thanks. I'm Sky Fagrell. I'm the author of the best-selling book, More Fit for the Kingdom, and uh, the founder of More Fit for Life, where I provide leadership and culture consulting to individuals and organizations. Uh, I guess a basic premise of everything that I do is that I, I deeply believe that true pl principles apply in a wide variety of circumstances. And uh, sometimes that's obvious for people. Uh, they, a, tr a principle here could apply there, and other times it's not so obvious. But uh, helping people kind of take their strengths and utilize them in other areas of their life, I focus on their professional development, their fitness, physical fitness development their social and their spiritual, whatever their faith system might be, just getting in connect with that. Uh, most people I've found don't need to be convinced that working on those four areas would be advantageous to their life. You know, hey, who wants to improve professionally or their marriage or your physical fitness or, um, you know, get in touch with your faith system. Everyone's, oh, me, I'm in. Uh, but then you ask, how many of you are, are working on it or know how to approach it? And most women feel pretty confident in one area, maybe two, but they find a deficit. And so for individuals or organizations, teams, that's where I can help provide, you know, that there's that gap, some mm -hmm. training for their, for their uh, corporate team or for those individuals on their team that uh, would like to have that opportunity. I really like how you're, you're spreading those, uh, those same principles over different areas. I think yeah. that's a great approach. And you're right. There's always some gaps. People always have some gaps. Yeah, so for sure. All of us. I mean, it's just something to keep on, on the mind. These areas of our lives to focus right. on all of them. Oh, that's, that's great. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, question number two. Or, yeah, what's the best thing about working with a team? You know, there's... Uh, I think a lot of great things. I'll focus on two. I, I think one of the great things about working with a team is, is a type of contagious, in a positive way, contagious energy that can come from that environment. Mm -hmm. So let's say you're on a team and you're, you're working on a specific area and someone catches on before another. You know, you're all working toward the same goal. So it's exciting to see, hey, Sean got it. I'm going to keep at it because he did. And so kind of being in that team class, I think that's why uh, physical fitness programs like um, CrossFit, that they're all together in a, in, a, in a class, have become so successful because you get that so-and-so just got their PR and, and so-and-so was working on this. Let's look at their form. And, and it's just this cohesive, collaborative environment that is unique to teams. Individual growth can be made too, but seeing your family or your coworker achieve a goal can be really inspiring and motivating. I'd say another part kind of connected to that is that you learn to kind of, it's really easy in, in, in sometimes in families, but definitely in corporations to become too competitive where you don't appreciate the value and input of another. But when you're working with a team leader, you're focused on some areas and you realize like on a baseball team, someone's got to throw the ball. Someone's got to catch the ball. Someone's got to hit the ball. Someone's got to catch the fly ball. Someone's got to catch the ground balls. And, for each individual to be progressing in those and you realizing, okay, I'm going to leave the pitching to that guy and I'm going to work on my job. That team concept can really help take an individual and organization from one level of productivity to another one where they're now trusting, you know, what their, their teammates are doing to help them to become successful as a whole. So those are two things, Sean, I think that's really exciting for me working with teams is to see both of those things happen. 
Those are great principles. I thank you for sharing those. Uh, question number three, I hear from other leaders of teams that it can be a challenge to get team members engaged. Tell us your thoughts. I think they're right. I think that whoever you've heard that to is reporting the facts. Um, I've seen these stats vary, but they're easy to remember because they just kind of go down by 20s. But it's something like 70% of the workforce in the United States is considered unengaged. Like they're on their phone or on a video game or distracted. 50% of them report that they're hoping to have a new job within six months and like 30 to 35% of them actually leave within the first 90 days. Now coming out of the pandemic, that might be worse or it might have improved, but I think one of the biggest thing employers are going to find in addition to engagement is trying to keep them there, retain them, because a lot of people are going to be offering new things. So these unengaged employees really drag down that business. The economy, I think, is hit like by 500 million or billion, actually, I think is what the numbers say. It's a lot. Yeah. So it's usually a factor, you know, I, I think they're right. People, it is hard to get them, but it's usually that they don't feel appreciated. They don't feel connected. They don't feel like they're growing professionally. And that really, and again, one of my expertise is here is that their work-life blend or fitness is out of whack. They're, they know their boss cares professionally. What's the bottom line? Are you getting the things done? And so they're kind of pigeonholed there, but they're distracted and unengaged, not just because they're, they were probably a great hire, but the marriage may be suffering or their social life, their fitness or nutrition may be out of whack and they feel lower than optimal there. Mm -hmm. And um, their spiritual life has maybe been malnourished too. Wh whatever that faith system or lack of it is, they're just not connected or feeling they're in harmony with their soul. Mm -hmm. And so that causes a lack. And since no boss or team member is asking her about it, him or her about it, they, they feel even more disengaged. Mm. So I feel that's a major problem in the, in the U.S. workforce, at least, where most of my study is you know, taking place. Those are great observations, and I completely agree. So thank you. Question number four, what other piece of advice do you have for leaders of teams? You know, I, in harmony with what I'm saying, I, I think for employers to understand team leaders to understand that professional life and work life shouldn't be two separate conflicting things. But as employers embrace that, hey, it's in my best interest to help my employees grow in all four of these areas. And obviously the workplace, that, that's the primary engine of what they're concerned with. But mm -hmm. as they you know, are coached up and trained on how to have a, a regular check-in, huddle, or an interview process, different organizations call it different things, where they can check in and say, hey, how can I help you grow professionally? Where, where, do, you, where do you see yourself in this company? Are there classes or courses that we could pay for you to take? Um, you know, are you making time? We know you, we want you to put in time here, but are there days that you need off to be with your kids, to be with your wife, to be with your family? Are you taking those days? Mm -hmm. Those are important to our company. How can we help you? Do you have any fitness goals that you feel like our company can incorporate more or assist you with those kind of questions and answers help that employee. The employer may not be able to provide more money, but providing support and concern and compassion that's genuine can help that retain that employee, help them feel more engaged. Even saying, Hey, I want you to spend an hour during your work week or, or a half hour a day really working on one of these goals in some other area than, than work. Now that employer is engaged, but maybe doing something a little different than work, but, bringing value to themselves and being more committed to the company. Great pieces of advice. Those are just outstanding. 
Question number five, what other successful leaders of teams, such as yourself, would you like to recognize that have had a positive influence in your life? Uh, you know, I think a lot of your people you have on could probably say this, and the person I'm going to mention first would probably not agree with me, but that's just how great they are. But my, my wife's a really great leader, and she's been a professional, I'll say working in the home uh, for most of our life, but doing other things as well. Certainly, she was the first one that got a degree and all that, but as far as what made her the great leader is her resilience in keeping our little team together. Like there's highs and lows and just like there is in a company, there's highs and lows in a family. And uh, she's been very mindful of our team status, the good times, the low times, little drifts here and in one employee or another, how our clients are doing. And, and, uh, and uh, so she's been fantastic at helping have conferences for our family and, and uh, bringing the team together. I love that. Thank you for recognizing her. I, it, I do have a few folks once in a while that I'll mention family members, whether it's a, maybe a father, a mother. I think I've heard quite a few uncle, uh, sister. I heard a sister once and I've heard wife and, and husband as well, but that's, that's great. Thank you for recognizing her. I'm going to throw one more in sure. too. I know this is going to push your time a little bit, but there's a guy I know that has modeled the leadership principle of he calls it jab till it hurts. His name's Ken Moskowitz. He's written a book about it. But the idea that he really fiercely fights for is the idea of you give information and content away because it's the right thing to do and you don't do it to get hired. You don't do it to try to hook someone. That often happens because they realize you're an expert. But he has spent time with me, helping me and uh, wanted to just give him a shout out in regard to how authentically he really practices that, which is hard for professionals to do. We try to retain our information. Right. So he's a great leader in that regard. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you for recognizing him as well. Well, last question. Tell us about your first job. Hmm. Okay. First job. I had a job working at like a, a corporate kind of weekend hangout place and they had a little carnival type setting. They'd bring a corporate group in and they'd feed them a barbecue. They'd have a workshop and they also had this little carnival booth. And I was the teenager that was in the carnival booth with, you know, the little money bag thing around my, you know, giving out tickets and they'd throw baseballs at, uh, you know, bottles and things like that. Just old traditional thing. The, the work was actually kind of taxing and the pay was terrible, but it really got me to be comfortable picking up conversations with people really quick and, uh, you know, kind of keeping a line moving and making a connection getting someone to come back and um, things that weren't necessarily things I was coached on or comfortable with early on, but it probably helped plant a seed of just making friends with people quickly along the way. I, I always, this is my favorite question because I always enjoy hearing about the first job, but more importantly, the, the lessons that they learned. And you know, what was it about that first job that there was some of their first takeaways from being in the workplace? But great. Thanks so much for sharing that. Sky, thank you so much for being on the podcast. How can people find you? I, uh, you know, there's a couple ways. I post, my book is called More Fit for the Kingdom. You can find that by searching on Amazon. And the book there ties physical fitness principles into gaining some spiritual fitness. Uh, I post on More Fit for Life, and that's really my more of my brand, the, the company. But and I post there on Instagram at More Fit for like the number life, and I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook too. But uh, I would 
go there. That's where you're going to get most content. And I'll post articles on LinkedIn from time to time. Fantastic. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, you can find us on LinkedIn by searching Blue Sky Business Consulting. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day.